Welcome to Couch Chats, your go-to podcast for raw and inspiring messages from myself and other female entrepreneurs all around business and mindset. I am your host, Jess Williamson, an award-winning business and mindset coach and a serial entrepreneur having scaled four successful businesses. My purpose is to help you unleash your unique superpowers and to build the life and business of your dreams. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Couch Chats. I am excited to share this with you today because I remembered something that I did throughout my business journey. Now, keeping in mind, it's only been six years, but I don't know if you are anything like me, but I forget what I've done myself. I've lived my own life, but I I forget. And so this memory came back to me and I really wanted to share it because I think for me, it was a huge huge, exciting time. And there's a lot of lessons in this story that I'm going to share with you that hopefully you can take away. Hopefully you leave listening to this feeling inspired, maybe like, holy shit, if Jess can do that, then I'm going to do that too. And I want this to just give you a little bit of that self-belief, but also there's going to be some strategies in here or some things that you can actually apply to literally whatever your goal is, this story is going to be relevant for you. So if you're a big dreamer, then make sure you listen to this entire episode because I'm going to be dropping some bombs. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you are a big dreamer anyway. So let's get into it. Okay. So I'm going to say this was in around 2018. We've determined that my memory is not the best. So that is a stab in the dark, but I'm going to go with it. (laughs) So back in 2018, and for those of you that don't know my full journey, maybe you're new to this podcast. I started my journey with a swimwear brand, which I launched in 2016 and I grew it globally. I had international warehouses. We had customers in over 46 countries. It was a wild ride. So this story relates to that business in a way, but it really will apply to any business because the lessons are relevant for everyone. So back in 2018, I set myself a huge goal. And this is the first lesson is literally dream as big as you want, because I'm telling you right now, anything you can even dream of is possible for you. Let me repeat that. Any dream that you have, regardless of how big it might be, is possible for you. So I dreamt big. I have always been a big dreamer, always been a big believer in what is possible. So I had this big dream that I wanted to collaborate with one of my favorite, favorite stores. Now, this store is a brand. They make their own clothing. I'm not going to name it, (laughs) but it is a store. It is very feminine here in Australia. It is in every single shopping mall around the country. And so it is a massive, massive company and fashion brand here in Australia. And so it was super feminine, really beautiful. I love shopping there as well. And so for my brand, it was the most ideal, perfect match made in heaven. And I said to myself, 
I am going to collaborate with this brand and create some swimwear for them to sell in their stores. Now, for me, this was not only a huge opportunity because I bloody love the shop, (laughs) but secondly, huge income opportunity if I was able to pull this off and also a huge branding opportunity for my brand to be aligned with something like this caliber, right? Now, some of you might be guessing already. Feel free to send me a DM if you want to guess what store that might have been. But this was my goal, right? To really collaborate, to co-design a collection with this store to be sold in every mall around Australia. That was my goal. That was my dream. And now I'd done this in the past with influencers. So it wasn't a new concept for me to co-create a product with someone else, but I hadn't done it with a store and I hadn't done it in this realm. So taking it more so not from Instagram brands, but into stores. So this was my huge, big dream for that year. And the way that my brain works is once I know what I want, I'm going to go out there and bloody get it, right? So I'm going to make a way. Now, at the time, I didn't have a coach. I didn't have anyone that I could go to and say, how do I do this? This is what I want to do. How do I do it? And this was a something that I did throughout my entire journey. I literally made it up. I literally said, here's my goal. Here's where I'm at now. Here's where I'm wanting to go. What is the most direct path to get me there? Now, sometimes I took some wrong paths, but then I learned that's not the path to go down. And then I came back and tried another path. So something that I wanted to point out is that you don't always have to know how. You don't always have to know the right way to do something. All you have to do is know where you're going. And the problem that I see a lot of people struggle with is that starting out, they don't usually know where they're going, right? You start a business or you start the new year or whenever you're setting your goals and you sort of just say, okay, I'll just take one new step ahead, right? I'll just get my income to the next level or I'll just get a few more clients or a few more customers. I'm giving you permission right now to dream as big as possible. Dream as big as possible because you are more than capable of it. And then have the confidence in yourself that you are more than capable of getting yourself there, right? Now, coaches and people to surround you and people that you can look to who have walked that path are going to be the best place to start because that would save you some time on taking those wrong roads. But it doesn't mean that you have to, right? You've got all the answers that you need within you. So what I did was I was on a plane on my way to Melbourne, which pre-COVID, I was on a plane every three weeks. Every three weeks, I was on a plane for whatever reason, with my business, with just my coaching, with so many things that I was doing. I was doing way too much. So that's a lesson in itself. But I was on a plane on my way to Melbourne. And while I was on this plane, I was hitting up every single person that I could find on LinkedIn that worked at this company. I tried every avenue. I tried the back door, the side door. I tried every door that I could, right? And so eventually one person replied. And now the one person that replied was the best person to reply. And when I say they replied, I messaged everyone multiple times. I didn't just message them and think, oh, no one likes me. No one's interested. 
I messaged them multiple times. And so she finally replied and she was like, hey, sounds nice. How about we do it in a few weeks? Like I'm just a bit busy right now. And here's a lesson for you in negotiations. I could have said, oh, okay, no worries. Yeah, I'll fit in around you. But I was on my way to Melbourne. I was on that plane and I was there for three days. So I was going to be making that happen. So I replied and I said, thanks so much. Totally understand you're busy and I respect your time. I'm only in Melbourne for three days. I'm actually all the way from Western Australia and I would love to meet with you. Do you think you could spare 15 minutes this week? Let me know a good time that might work for you. Guess what she replied? She replied and she said yes. And so just by getting your foot in the door, by just asking for 15 minutes. Now I could have gone to this meeting. She could have said, right, 15 minutes is up. I've got to go. And I still would have been able to do something with that time. So there I was in Melbourne and I'd landed this meeting. And let me tell you, I had no freaking idea what I was going to say to her. I had never had a meeting of this caliber. I was a shy, quiet introvert who has been told for her whole life that she's too quiet, that's been rejected at job interviews because I was too quiet. And here I was now with this meeting. And so the lesson in that is to take action before you're ready. Say yes before you even know how the hell you're going to make it happen. Too often I see people wait until they're ready or wait until they're a bit more confident or wait until they have their whole pitch ready and then they'll try and get a meeting. I didn't prepare any pitch or any spiel or anything yet. I had an idea and I knew that I needed a meeting because what's the point in me spending weeks on weeks on weeks trying to perfect a pitch if I never even got a meeting? So I want you to remember to take action before you are ready and believe in yourself a little bit more as well. But here I was, I'd booked the meeting and the meeting was the very next day. And I was actually, I was in Melbourne for the Westpac Small Business Awards. So I was really, really grateful to be a national finalist in the Westpac Business Awards. So Westpac for anyone that doesn't know, is a major bank here in Australia. So they flew me to Melbourne at their expense for a whole three days of learning, networking, awards, all of that fun stuff. And so I had to really nick out. (laughs) Like this was not easy, right? I just want to share this with you because there was no right time. There was no convenient time, but I had my eye set on my goal And I did what I had to, to make it happen. And so then I actually spoke to a friend at the time and I said, holy shit, I've got this meeting. I don't know what the hell I meant to say. I don't know how to do a pitch. I don't know how to negotiate. I've never done this in my life. And there I was going into an in-person meeting. So the best advice that they gave me was don't go into this meeting and tell them all about you. And so often we forget this. We think, oh, I'm going in for a pitch. I've got to tell them why I'm the best. I've got to tell them why they need swimwear. I've got to go in and tell them why they need to work with me. And that was what I was initially thinking. And that's what we all kind of 
go to autopilot on. And now you've heard it, like keep your customer, keep your audience front of mind. But we forget, you know, when we're in those moments, we forget. And so the best advice they gave me was don't tell, but ask. And this has served me through so many negotiations, through so many sales, through coaching. Like this tip right here is like communication magic. So what I did was I went in for that meeting and I was so nervous, so nervous. I was standing outside for about 40 minutes in the freezing cold Melbourne weather. I think it was even raining. And um, I got there 40 minutes early because I didn't trust that the Ubers would be on time. And I knew that she had been, you know, so kind to allow 15 minutes for me to meet with her. So I was there for 40 minutes. I was freezing outside. I then went and stood in the lobby and the meeting was at 5 p.m. So after hours, she was less busy then. And all the workers were walking out of the office, giving me weird looks because they're like, who the hell is this chick standing in our foyer? And then I um, kind of made my way into the corner so I'd be less obvious. <laughs> and I was the most awkward person you could have seen. It's probably why they were giving me some funny looks like, what the hell is this chick doing? Is she trying to ransack the place or something? But there I was in the foyer 40 minutes early. And so eventually I went upstairs and met with the lady. And so when I went into this meeting, I started with asking. And the first thing I said was, why don't you currently sell swimwear? Why don't you sell swimwear? And so she told me why. And the reason why was because they didn't have a good factory and that it's a very specialized fit. Well, guess what? Guess who was sitting right there in their office? Me, the girl who had the factory and the girl who had perfected the right fit for the swimwear over the last couple of years. I had the answers. And if I just went into that meeting and said, hey, here's why I'm the best. I've built this up. I've worked with these influencers. I've got this many followers on Instagram. She would have said, great, that's nice. But like, what? why does it matter to us? So she told me the reason why. And guess what? The best negotiation tips or the best sales tips is to then say it back to them. So she just told me what they need. And then I said, well, hey, I've got the answer. They then feel heard. I then spoke to what they actually need and not what I thought they needed. And so this conversation ended up going on for 40 minutes. So by getting my foot in the door with the 15 minute conversation, we ended up chatting for 40 minutes. And she was so impressed with the brand. She was so excited about this idea that I had. And the meeting was a huge success. So this was one of the biggest wins of my career, of my journey, because it not only was pretty bloody great opportunity, <laughs> but it was also a huge growth opportunity for me. I got out of my comfort zone before I was ready. I had no idea what I was going to be talking about. I was so nervous and so shy, and I could have let all of these things stop me from taking action. But that was the biggest growth opportunity of my life, probably. It was a scary opportunity, but it showed me and taught me so much, not only about negotiations, but about myself. And so I want to ask you, what situations are you currently avoiding? Because maybe you're not confident enough, because maybe you're not ready enough. 
And I want to challenge you to go out there and dip your toe in the water, book that meeting, say yes to that opportunity, go and ask for the opportunities because they're all there. And then come and let me know. We'll celebrate and then we'll figure out a way on how you're going to really nail it as well. So that's not the end of the story. (laughs) So that meeting went so well. I left and I was just feeling so great. And she said, look, Jess, I will get back to you this week. I'll chat to the rest of the team. We'll speak about how we're going to make it happen. And so I finished my time in Melbourne. I got back on the plane back to Perth and I landed back in Perth. And a week passed and then two weeks passed. And I followed up with her and I checked in and I, you know, kept the communications open and there was very minimal response. And so then I went into panic mode and I was like, oh my gosh, it's not going to happen anymore. She wasn't interested. All of these thoughts went through my head, but I had belief. I had a belief in myself. And so I didn't just sit back and just wait. I called her. I, you know, set up extra meetings. I said, how can we move the ball forward? What do you want me to do? I asked, how can I help, you know, move this forward? Because this was my goal. She had other things to be doing, other more probably pressing issues to handle, right? She was the head of production at this company. Then I was actually back in Melbourne (laughs) about a month later because I was going every three weeks, which I can't even believe was my reality. Like (laughs) it honestly feels like a dream now that I haven't been on a plane for about two years now. So I was back in Melbourne and again, guess what I did? I used that strategy and I said, look, I'm in Melbourne again. Let's meet up. I'm only here for a little while. And so I went again and we had another meeting and we actually started to map out, okay, what designs are we going to do? What are the costs going to look like? What do we need to do to make this the reality? And we started to map everything out, plan it all out. And I think I went back for another meeting again, another time. And we had a few phone call meetings in the meantime. And this was over the period of maybe three months and we were pretty much done. Like we were pretty much ready to, to click go, to make the payment and to go forward. And this would have been a huge cash injection for me. But not only that, it would have been a huge branding exercise. And so they were so close. We were so ready. And guess what? It was like June 30 and their board members had a meeting and their board members said, We're not doing any collaborations. We're no longer stocking any other products such as accessories and things like that from other brands. We are purely focusing on our own lines and our own productions. Now, you're probably, maybe you're thinking, oh my gosh, what a failure. Maybe you're not. (laughs) Maybe you're not. Maybe you're like, holy shit, that was pretty cool. The thing is, my brain said, well, damn, that's a shame. But one of the first things that I thought was, I am so proud of myself. I'm almost getting a little bit teary now. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I don't know why that's happening. But I am so proud of myself for doing this, for getting out of my comfort zone, for making that happen, for learning negotiation skills, for daring to dream big, and even to believe that that was possible for me, little old Jess from Perth, to have those kind of meetings with these businesses in Melbourne, right? And I know that we are living in a very different time right now, but the lessons are the same. How can you jump on a Zoom call with someone? How can you connect with someone online? How can you 
reach out and create these opportunities for yourself. Now, my whole journey, I was always asked, how did you get that opportunity? Wow, you're so lucky. How did you do that? That is the purpose of this podcast is that I want you to realize you have to go out there and create the opportunities for yourself. Now, there are some magicians, some amazing people, some friends of mine and things like that, that just get these opportunities coming to them. But that is a result of all the work that they've done. Pretty much 90% of every opportunity that has come to me is because I have gone out there and made it happen. So the first step that I want you to remember here is dream big, dare to dream big, because it is a little bit scary. What if it fails? What if it doesn't work out that way? But I want you to dream freaking huge, dream damn big, bigger than you even think is possible. Step two is believing it's possible once you've dreamt it. And then step three is ask yourself, how can I go out and make this happen? What is the first step that I need to make? For me, I said, okay, the first step I need to make is not just sit around and wait and hope that they might discover me on Instagram and think, oh, let's make a swimwear collab with this brand. (laughs) I would have been waiting forever. (laughs) So go out there and make it. So me, I saw the first step was, okay, I do not know anyone. I do not know anyone in the fashion industry, firstly, in general, but I do not know anyone who works at this business. I do not have any contacts who know anyone who works at this business. So how can I make my own contacts? If there was no such thing as LinkedIn, I probably would have gone into their office and just said, hi, can I please speak to someone? The number one thing you need to ask yourself is how badly do you want it and what are you willing to do to get it? Now, I'm not saying you have to get on a plane and fly all around and do this, but in your own situation, how badly do you want it? And if you want it pretty damn bad, then what is the first thing that you need to do to make that happen? It's usually not as hard as you think. And so I took that first step, contacted them. Then I took the next step. I booked a meeting and I didn't take no for an answer. I took another step and I went to the meeting, even though I was shit scared of it (laughs) and so nervous. Then I took the third step, which was, you know, trying to continue that ball moving. And so even though in the end, this opportunity did not work out, I saw that as a huge win. I was so proud of myself and it was a huge win that I went away and I made sure I celebrated anyway as if it was a win. Maybe there wasn't the actual physical product in the store. Maybe there wasn't all that extra dollars in my bank account. But to me, the win felt the same. And that is the last lesson that I hope you take away from this. I've got my hand on my heart and I'm like closing my eyes because I want you to really feel that. So often people look at things as failures. And I want you to know that I do not believe in failures for this exact reason, because there has been a lesson in there. There's been growth. For me, I felt as though I had that win anyway. And I want you to take that through because in business, shit's going to hit the fan every now and then. (laughs) Things are going to go wrong. Things are going to feel tough, but you're tough. You're amazing. You're incredible. And you made those happen. 
So I want to leave you with that. And hopefully this story's inspired you. So I would love to hear from you. As always, come over, send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what your big dreams are. Let me know if you enjoyed this episode. But it would mean the world if you love this to please leave a review and to screenshot this episode, share it to your social media and share what you're loving about this podcast, what you loved about this episode or a key takeaway that you've really enjoyed. And as always, I will always share it back. I love connecting with you over on Instagram. So come over, say hi, let me know. I can't wait to chat with you. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited for what you're about to do, what you're about to embark on, if you can really embody these lessons. But that's all for me today. That's all for me today. I just had this urge to come download this message for you. And so here it is. And I hope you enjoyed it. I will see you next time on Tuesday.